Hey there, this is Talking Tax producer David Schultz. Before we get started with today's episode, just a quick note. We recorded this interview with Ed Carl on the afternoon of April 8th. At that point, the IRS hadn't delayed many of its filing deadlines for things like estates and trusts. But then today, April 9th, just a few moments ago, the IRS did go ahead and push those deadlines back. Anyway, just wanted to let you know. Okay, on with the show. From Washington, this is Talking Tax. I'm your host, Siri Belusu. Wednesday is tax day, or at least it was supposed to be. April 15th, the day that many accountants look forward to all year, has essentially been postponed. The IRS pushed the annual filing and payment deadline back by three months due to the coronavirus pandemic, which, as of April 9th, has infected nearly half a million people in the U.S. alone. What does this delay change for CPAs? The better question may be to ask what this doesn't change. We pose that question to Ed Carl, vice president at the American Institute of Certified Public Accountants. Ed says a big issue for CPAs will be all the deadlines coming up later this spring that the IRS still hasn't pushed back. The IRS focused on returns and payments due uh, on April 15th, but there's so many other payments. So for example, there's an upcoming deadline on May 15th for the exempt organization's returns. It's the Form 990. Also, uh, the Form 706 for estates, that's due nine months after the date of death. So there would be a rolling uh, date uh, any time between now and July 15th. So that they could come up every day, there could be uh, estate returns due. And certainly there are, are also many fiscal year entities that have varying payments and due dates that could come up uh, at any time. How easy or difficult would it be for the IRS to delay these things? Is it hearing from CPA groups like yours? I, I think they're, they have a lot on their plate right now dealing with the, the relief legislation, dealing with the extension. So I think there is an intent to do it. Uh, I've seen over years when there are disaster, natural disaster situations around the country from tornadoes or floods or hurricanes that they will typically uh, delay or postpone virtually anything in an impacted area. But this is a, a, a different situation where you're dealing with the entire country. And in fact, with taxpayers out of the country as well who uh, could be impacted. So it's, it's uh, a lot to juggle, a lot to take care of. Nevertheless, we think the very clear answer is that it's got to be done, that it's got to be broad, and that we've asked for postponement for anything due between uh, March 3rd. We've been saying this for a while already, but between March 3rd and July 15th, all types of entities, all types of payments, all types of returns need to have relief until July 15th. What's significant about July 15th? Well, that that's the date that they chose for the relief for the payment and returns that are due on April 15th. July 15th is also typically the amount of time uh, that they would give. So when I mentioned disaster situations a few minutes ago, they would typically give uh, 90 days, three months relief in those situations. So July 15th in this case is that 90 day period after April 15th. 
uh, one of the things we have been discussing with IRS is what happens when you get close to July 15th and uh, unfortunately the coronavirus situation has not lessened to the degree that we would hope. Hopefully it will be better. We'll get beyond that proverbial curb and going on the downside. Um, but if not, they need to have contingent plans to move beyond July 15th and prov- provide relief a little bit longer. What is that 90-day relief meant for the way CPAs work? I imagine most CPAs, if not all, plan their entire year around gearing up for April 15th. So how does this change their plans? Significantly, but I think that the entire country, indeed the entire world, is not in an, uh, acting under normalcy. So uh, April 16th is when CPAs really need a break. They're going to, a lot of them are taking vacation or they're starting to work on their continuing education because they have licenses to renew and they have to have a significant amount of continuing professional education. It's just going to be different this year. They're going to be busy with doing returns in that period. So it's going to be a very, very busy period through through the summer. Is there any precedent for this that you can recall? Um, is, is there something that CPAs who've been in the business for a long time can draw on as a way to figure out how to navigate this current crisis? Well, uh, regionally, as I talked about the natural disasters, so that's a, a, a precedent that CPAs and others have dealt with on a regional basis. So it, the most recent one is in Nashville, Tennessee, where they provided uh, 90 days relief to July 15th for those impacted in Nashville, and it was broad relief. But it's for several counties around Nashville in Tennessee. And so uh, CPAs have seen that throughout the country um, in disaster situations. I, I would say the only other situation that I could draw a comparison to would be uh, September 11th where the IRS made a a sweeping decision to provide broad relief. So 9-11, obviously just a few days before a major September 15th due date uh, and payment date also, that was very significant where there are estimated payments due on September 15th and the Treasury Department makes cash flow plans based on that money coming in and the IRS made a decision to postpone those payments. They made a decision to postpone returns that were due throughout the country because the entire country was impacted in, in some sense or another. And finally, Ed, what does this delay mean for everyday taxpayers? Is there, is there anything that they should be watching out for? Well, I think what we're seeing with most taxpayers, and it's why we're calling for broad relief, is that they're focused on their families, they're focused on their health, and they're focused on on staying safe. The same thing is with IRS, who has cut back their workforce to keep them safe, to keep taxpayers who would otherwise normally interact with them, to keep them safe, social distancing. And so that's another reason why there needs to be uh, broad relief. But I think to the extent that it's possible and to the extent that it's safe for taxpayers, whether individuals or businesses, 
They should try to get their affairs in order. They should try to get their information in order and to uh, safely uh, get it to their CPA so they can start doing the work. Great. Thank you so much, Ed. Oh, pleasure. You're welcome. That's all for this week's episode. You can find up-to-the-minute news on the coronavirus and its impact on tax and accounting at our website, news.bloombergtax.com. That website again is news.bloombergtax.com. From Washington, I'm Siri Belusu. Thanks for listening. Those nine justices in Washington, they can be pretty hard to keep track of. That's where we come in. I'm Jordan Rubin. And I'm Kimberly Robinson. On our podcast, Cases and Controversies, we give you a week-by-week accounting of the Supreme Court. The filings, the arguments, the opinions, and much, much more. So check in on Fridays with Cases and Controversies to find out what's coming up on the horizon at the Supreme Court. Download and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.